This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! What up, beloveds? Happy Wednesday. I hope you're having a great week. I don't know about you, but woof. Having Easter Sunday and all this stuff like going on and being busy and all that kicks my ass. And maybe that's just because I have a newborn. I don't know. But it just seems like the world is opening up again. It's getting warm. It's great. But I'm tired, you know? And that might be the reason for this year podcast and its topic. And why do I feel like either y'all are going to love me for this one or you're going to come for me? Might be a little bit of both. So <laughs> um, I entitled this podcast, There's No Crying and Lifting, because I legit had a mental breakdown at the gym this week and full on welled up in tears and started crying in the middle of my workout. So if you guys follow me on the show on Instagram or this podcast or whatever, y'all know that I am a fitness, but I wouldn't say a fanatic, but you know, pretty close. We have a fitness family. My fiance is a strength coach and a police officer. We bonded over working out. That was the first time he ever commented on anything on my Instagram. Like we used to go work out together all the time before we had another baby. Um, But fitness has become part of the fabric of my being, if you will. And my second son, Malin, is now two months and a week old. And I'm trying to snap back, as the children say. Um, And I know that, like, I want to preface this, like, just don't come for me. I understand that you have to give yourself grace. You have to be patient. I created a whole human. I have to speak kindly to myself. Trust me. I get all that and I do, but everybody's allowed to have their moment. And I kind of like this podcast to be a place where I can have my moment and y'all can relate to it if this is you or, you know, feel free to be like, yes, I hear you, girl. That's me. So I went to the gym on Monday. My usual workouts are with my trainer on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And throughout my entire pregnancy, I worked out with him literally up to four days before I gave birth. It was my main goal to get through it and to go to every single one that I could. There were some where I was puking and I couldn't, but to go there and give it my all. Not only because I wanted to snap back, I'll admit it, because my wedding is seven months out from having my second son and I want to look bomb. Your girl's about to be 40. I'm going to be a 40-year-old bride. And I didn't want to get this far, having been in the best shape of my life like a year and a half ago, now to look at my wedding pictures and be like, oh, I could have done better. Again, I know y'all are going to come for me for some of this, but I can't like talk to you in this podcast, you know, thinking in those terms. So if this irritates you, I'm sorry, because I know that there has been a lot of people that have said in my DMs, like, Riley, I would kill to look like you. I'm not even pregnant or like, you know, my postpartum journey is, you know, weight loss journey is going way worse than yours and you should be grateful. Like, that's not my goal here. I promise. But keeping it real, I literally went to the gym Monday by myself, I went to a gym that I used to go to all the time when I would do my self-workouts, and 
I was feeling so funky. Like my fiance had written a little program for me because like I said, he's a uh, um, fitness coach. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to get this done. We're going the extra mile. Like I'm going to get into a routine where I do my stuff with my trainer and then I do my stuff my own. So I can do every single thing I can to get myself mentally and physically, not just physically, back to where I was before I had the baby. I don't even know what came over me. Like I'm not one to wallow or one to envy. I think those are both very useless emotions. But I was doing some cardio. I was on the bike. I was trying to get my sweat on, which I hate stationary cardio, but sometimes necessary evils happen. And I'm looking over at this girl. Again, I don't like to envy. And if anything, this is probably more of a compliment to her than anything. But she's stretching and she's getting ready to go do some deadlifting and do some barbell work, which is my second favorite to kettlebells. And I haven't really been able to do it since giving birth or being very round towards the end of my pregnancy. And I'm looking at this girl. I'm like, you have the nicest ass. You have really nice legs. Your shoulder muscles are svelte. You look great. You're stretching. You're doing the damn thing. Look at that booty again. And I mean, I started getting super melancholy. And I remember, like, feeling like that girl looked. Like, after I had worked so hard in the gym to get my body where I wanted it. And, like, if you're not into fitness, I don't know, maybe that everybody understands that it's such a gut check to work to get to a certain physical standpoint and a mental standpoint and then literally feel like it it leaves you just like that. Like it's gone in a minute. In fitness, like either you use it or you lose it for sure. And I remember, I I, I like looked at this girl. I'm like, she has the body I used to have. That sounds super narcissistic. But again, we're not going to mince words here. I was very proud of the work I had done and where I had gotten with my body. And I was like, Am I ever going to get there again? And, like, I feel like the stationary bike was probably the worst form of cardio for me to do this day because it was positioned in the gym where I could see all of the stuff I used to do when I felt like a total badass. I mean, I could look upstairs and I could see the kettlebells, which I still play with those, but not to the weight that I used to. I was looking at the barbell and this beautiful hard body in front of me and wanting to get over there and you know, roar it out. I was looking over at the pull-up bar where a little known fact about Riley, the pull-up was my biggest fitness victory to date besides deadlifting 200 pounds because I could never do a pull-up to save my life. I was scarred by those fitness tests in elementary and middle school where they make you do a pull-up and I could never get, huh? There was never not a one, not a one. And it was my biggest accomplishment because I mean ladies I think it's harder for us to do a pull-up maybe not I don't know maybe I'm just special in that regard but it was like you know trumpets roaring and confetti in my head the first time I did one and to be real I have not attempted one since I gave birth because it will crush me if I can't do it and I know I hear my fiance I hear my trainers I hear the people that listen to the show in my head like you're gonna get there you're going to get back. And normally I can listen to that voice and do a couple more reps and realize that slowly but surely I will have my victories again. So those of you coming for me right now, there you have it. I do have the ability sometimes to have that attitude. This wasn't one of those times. I started welling up in tears and I'm just like pushing and pushing on the bike. And it felt like the further I pushed, the more I started crying. 
And then I was like, okay, I've done 30 minutes of cardio. Let me go back to my happy place. Let me swing around some kettlebells to where I feel strong. And I think my body is very connected to my emotions, maybe more than other people, or maybe I just notice it a lot more that when I don't feel mentally strong, the physicality of it doesn't follow. <laughs> like I picked up a kettlebell that even pregnant, I swung that thing around like a mad woman. And for some reason, it felt like the heaviest mountain ever. And this wasn't a heavy weight for me. But I muscled through it and gritted and grunted my teeth. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go do a few more exercises. And then I looked up at the time and I'm like, well, shit. I have to go home and be with my babies. It was a day that Lyric had off from school for spring bake and Malin was with his nanny and I couldn't be late because I was already asking her to stay a little later this day with Lyric and I was just like, okay, I got to go home. And I was like, damn it. You know, I look at all these people that can stay and they can enjoy their workout. And then I started going in all my, in my head about all these resentments about shit I didn't have or I am not sleeping right now, and my body is not where I want it, and I can't do my workout, and I don't have that girl's ass anymore. Oh, my God. Pity Party 101. Ugh. And I don't even like saying it because that's not the person I like being, and mostly because I was that pity party 24-7 for a good chunk of my adult life, and it ain't pretty. It causes wrinkles, and it makes people not want to be around you. So instead of doing it outwardly, I would always do it in my head if I ever had those emotions. And this time it was just coming out of my eyeballs. So I was leaving the gym and I'm just like, is it okay to honor these moments where you don't like yourself? Is it okay to take a minute, cry it out, be messy, and then move on? And I'm going to be honest with you, like this bounce back more emotionally than physically is hard for me. Be it the sleep deprivation or like a long time ago, I had heard somebody say that going from one to two kids is like going from two to 10. That is true. Y'all people that do this three, four, five, six times, God bless you because nope. (sighs) And I just have felt emotionally icky lately. And usually... The gym is my solace. Usually the gym is my place where I just put it all down and I'm just me and my weights and I compete with nobody but myself. Like I said, jealousy is a useless emotion. You can only compete with you. It's only you and you in the gym. It's not a group sport. I mean, at least not for me, it's not. And I couldn't believe that I was wet weighing my way home. I literally cried the whole way home. I was texting my fiance, I feel like a squishy turd. That's what I've been calling myself sometimes. And I know that's not nice. That's not nice to my body or my mind. And I'm half kidding. But again, I, I he was trying to make me feel better. He's like, baby, you're beautiful. You are so strong. I'm so proud of you. Like he is honestly like as any strength coach would tell you, but add that to him being my fiance. He's amazing at building me up. But here's the thing with Riley. If I'm in a funk and I'm in a mood, there is no building me up. There's no changing that funk. I'm just going to be in that funk and functified mood until I'm done being funky, period. (laughs) Which God bless that man for dealing with me. But I know I will come out of this. Like even today, I went to the gym and I had a hard workout. And you know what's funny? I'm always big about like speaking things into existence My trainer put me on the assisted pull-up machine today, and that was the first time I'd been on that puppy since I was like, I don't know, four or five months pregnant, so what is that? 
no, 10, eight months, like more than half a year. And I was like, yep, that universe is listening to me. Maybe I should go get up on that pull-up bar and see if I can do it. And if I can't, instead of crying about it like I did, I should just get back on this assistive machine and build those muscles back. Because apparently muscle memory will come back very quickly. Not apparently, it does. I know, I'm just being a baby. But the workout today, I could feel myself like pushing really hard. And damn it, I was tired. Like baby woke up at 11.30, at 2, at 3, and then at 4.40 when I was leaving to go to work. Yes, I go to work very, very early. And I just was muscling through it, but in a different way than I had muscled through it before when I was crying. It was like, I can do this. I'm going to push. I can't sit here and tell you that, oh, yeah, the weight is all lifted and everything is Skittles from Monday to Tuesday because it's not. But it was a really, really, really good workout. And I felt myself like, okay, you can push. You can do this. So then I got home. And the nugget, as we call Mallet, wasn't sleeping. Did I say Mallet? Mom brain. Mallon wasn't sleeping. So I'm like, all right, well, you know what? I'm going to put you in the stroller and we're going to go for a walk. It ain't cardio, but it's movement. And I just feel like my biggest goal right now is to get myself emotionally where I want to be. And then I think the physicality will come. When I get into the mindset of go, get it done, because I never regret a workout. You never do. It's funny to say because you think, well, duh, Riley. But no, every time I think I don't want to go to the gym, which is a weird feeling for me because I never not want to go, those days that I don't, it's like you leave and you're like, fuck yeah, I did it. It almost, it's, it's so much more rewarding. And I'm trying to hold on to those feelings and add little things in where I can. And I know, like, everybody keeps saying, don't worry, you'll be so beautiful for the wedding. You're going to be fire in your dress. I mean, it's weird because that's, a goal, yeah, but it's not even the only thing I'm laser focused on. I'm laser focused on feeling strong. And obviously, I want my ass to go back where it was because it used to be a peach and now it's a pancake. <laughs> I'm so stupid. No, but really, like, I want that strength and that, like, feel when you feel yourself and you feel like you've worked so hard on something, it's like your masterpiece. I want my masterpiece to resemble more of the masterpiece that I had built before, is all. And I want to not snivel in the gym ever again because, man, that was embarrassing. People are looking at you like, what's wrong with this girl? It's literally, I don't know if you guys have seen that movie with Tom Hanks from back in the day, A League of Their Own. One of my favorites of his, so you should watch it if you haven't. Anyways, if you are one of the youngins listening to this, it basically there's a scene in the movie where he's yelling at one of his players because she starts crying. That's an all-women's baseball team. And he's like, are you crying? There's no crying in baseball. It's, it almost felt like that to me when I was like, there's no fucking crying and lifting, Riley. Stop it. But I did cry. So, you know, we all have our days. <laughs> Even me. Whew, okay. I feel a little bit better, y'all. Thank you for listening to my rant. But seriously, I hope you guys can relate to that a little bit. Like, even though it's not okay to wallow in your misery, I think it's okay to sit there for a second. I think it's okay to take a breath and allow yourself to be human, even if you're going through the idiocy of crying in a gym. Or whatever your moment is. I think it's okay to have that moment. Just so long as that moment doesn't turn into a lifetime. Or that moment doesn't turn into an entire season of your life. And I mean, even if it does turn into a season, I think it's okay just so long as you turn the leaf. And you, you know, go to a different place. Because life is too damn short, man. I've been feeling that in so many different ways lately. Dealing with 
death and dealing with new life with my son coming into the world and all the things. Life is too short to not be happy. So I'm going to remind myself of that next time I start crying in the gym. <laughs> but you guys, thank you so much for listening to Really Riley. I appreciate you. This has been my baby for the last couple of years. And I didn't even notice this, but like last week was our 200th episode. Like what is life? Thank you guys for like coming around and listening to me for that long. I can't believe it went by that quick. That's crazy. But uh, as always, I want to let you guys know that my DMs are always open. If you guys want to chit chat, if you guys have suggestions for stuff you want to hear, if there's stuff you don't want to hear, or, you know, a lot of times you guys will ask me advice about stuff. And I love that because I feel like I'm helping out. I feel meaningful. Any of will be at Riley Couture is Instagram, Facebook, Twitter is Riley Couture five because some idiots stole my Twitter. Um, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. Uh, Snapchat is at Radio Recon and TikTok is Riley Couture 7. You guys, I love you. I will be back with the fave fives on Friday and it's the <gasps> dun 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 swimsuit edition. <laughs> so this is going to be fun. But I'm going to find some good stuff for you that looks great on everybody, including my squishy one. I'm joking. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you on Friday. It's really Riley. <laughs>